Maria Daniels here with Successfully Chaotic, and today I have a guest with me. I'm going to let her go ahead and introduce herself. I'm super excited about our pre-recording discussion, so I'm happy to see where this leads. Amazing. Hi. (laughs) Thank you so much, Maria, for having me on the show. I super appreciate it. I'm Joanna Walden. I am a consciousness visionary transformation coach and author of The Inside Hustle, a mystical misfits travel adventure into the unknown. So yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. I and I love the title of your book. So the inside hustle. Um, when you when you mentioned the title, a lot of thoughts went through my head. But you know, one in particular is the fact that a lot of times, you know, we don't realize that a lot of our problems you know, are coming, you know, from, from the inside hustle, right? And I know we kind of discussed that a little bit before we went on air, but I want you to kind of dig into kind of the why of your book. Where, where did that come from? Yeah, sure. So, you know, this book is the journey of my um, personal evolution, basically. And, you know, I had this amazing high-flying career in Madison Avenue, and I was ticking all the boxes, it was successful, and, you know, it was somewhat satisfying, but there was really just something missing. I was looking for something with more meaning and purpose that was going to bring my skills uh, skills and abilities to the world with, you know, integrity and alignment, and I just, and, and passion mainly, and I just, even though it was successful and it was you know, really kind of glamorous in a way. Um, And it was exciting, but it just, there was something that wasn't deeply fulfilling for me. So that set me on a bit of a search to uh, try and find that for myself. And that's why it's called the inside hustle, because what ultimately it was, was a journey back to my, my deepest self, my relationship with myself. And, you know, that, relationship is so key because it literally governs all other relationships so you know often when we're experiencing challenges in our life and the contrast and the ups and downs you know we are looking outside sort of wanting to blame it on something else so it may be the colleague or the boss or the client or you know someone in our family or whatever's going on with us and you know, it's really not about them at all. We're kind of projecting it on them. And so it really comes back to us. And so when we start looking inside and digging beneath the layers, then we start to get a bit more of a picture about why, what's going on with us and why we're experiencing that. Because we're experiencing this sort of projected reality based on our consciousness, based on our energy that we're putting out in the world. So, you know, we need to be sort of mindful about what, what that is and how we're showing up in the world not only you know in our personal relationships but really for the greater the greater good right now and for everything that's going on on the planet you know it's just like vitally important so you know this relationship is so key with ourselves not just for us personally but for everyone and I think that's what's really really critical to talk about right now and really important as you say yeah I agree. And I think uh, for a lot of people, and then when you're, when you were speaking, I'm sitting there thinking exactly, you know, that I didn't have boundaries. So we hear the term boundaries a lot and, you know, we need to have boundaries with our relationships with other people. We need to have boundaries within ourselves too, because I think if we don't have those boundaries in place, it can mess up so many things. And I'm saying this speaking, you know, from my own experiences and people that listen to my show on a regular basis know that I hold nothing back as far as like telling all the things. And, you know, it's one of those things that I didn't realize 
that boundaries were even a thing. It's not, it wasn't something I seen good examples of. It's, it wasn't something I felt sounds bad, but that I felt I deserved, you know, I didn't feel that I deserved boundaries. I, I, you know, I was, you know, very much the person that thought that I had to be all do all. And Mm -hmm. you, you mentioned while you're speaking, um, just, you know, from the outside world looking in, it seemed like you had the most glamorous life. You had become successful. And I think a lot of us fall into that mindset of thinking that, you know, if we get to this point, you know, this point of success or this, you know, you know, monetary number or, you know, this house, this car, this whatever, then, you know, we've arrived, we'll be happy. And I think a lot of people are, you know, surprised to find out that that's not how it works. Um, I know that that's how my experience was too. You know, I got to that level and from the outside looking, it was like, wow, you know, she has arrived, you know, type of thing, but I was miserable. I was miserable. And that's the thing you can keep, I could have keep going. I could have, you know, got the promotions, got more money, you know, had more, more, um, more skills and, you know, all of that kind of stuff layered into my resume or whatever, but it was just, for me that well I just realized there's got to be something else I you know it's not I just realized it wasn't really about that so if it wasn't about that then what was it all about and who was I in this whole scenario you know like what did this mean for me and like who did this really make me and I sort of almost felt like I'd spent all these years creating this brand for myself yes that (laughs) I then got to this point where I was like well I don't know if I really like some of the parts of this brand I'm not really sure about this brand and even though this brand seems to be kind of like successful I'm not sure that that's really the success I'm looking for so it was a real moment for me where I was sort of like okay there's got to be more to life than this kind of you know scenario so so was yeah, it I, one catalyst? Was it, cause I, I, I like to ask people these things. Cause I know, again, I know my story. Um, and yeah. it, it wasn't just one thing, you know, it was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. Cause kind of that, that saying, you know, it was kind of like one of those mm-hmm. things instead, but you know, for, for you, can you share with us? Cause there may be somebody out there right now that maybe, you know, has achieved the success from the outside, you know, from the outside, they look like they have it all together, but really on the inside, they know something's missing and they just feel empty and broken or whatever emotion they have. Was it something, you know, in particular, was there a catalyst that had happened or was it just kind of a buildup? Well, you know, I was still quite young when I found myself in this sort of high flying career in in, um, New York and I was burning the candle at both ends as we all do in our twenties. And, you know, I mean, I did live through 9-11 in New York and the books uses that as a catalyst. And it's definitely that, you know, the treadmill of New York and, the, um, you know, the life in America, which you guys are so familiar with. But, um, and so that was really the catalyst. And I, I'd read this, I'd read this book by Shirley MacLaine called The Camino. Yes. She walks, she walks across the north of Spain and she has this quite amazing journey. Um, and she, she talked about like she had these amazing revelations and all these incredible experiences and basically, you know, found herself um, with answers to the origin of the universe itself almost. I mean, her, her journey was wild. And I read that book and I was like, oh my gosh, maybe this will give me the answers. And so, and even though I'd never been hiking, I was not outdoorsy in the slightest. I mean, I was like more party New York girl, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. And, uh, and um, the, that, like, the whole idea of this, walking across Spain and being a pilgrim with a backpack for like a month is like totally ridiculous at this point. But I literally, the more I sort of talked, the, like sort of jokingly threatened my boss, 
the, the more it was sort of like, in a way, then it became this declaration. And then suddenly I was off doing it and then I left New oh, York wow. and left this career. And so it was, it, that was sort of a little bit of the catalyst. It wasn't like a Moses on the mountain moment where it was yeah. like, suddenly I was like, you know, yeah. But it, yeah, it was definitely a bit of a build up and it was definitely related to feeling out of balance with my work life balance, you know, because it is so intense in New York working all hours and, you know, 24 seven basically. Yeah. So that was really, tip- I think that really tipped me over the edge to be honest. I would say I, I am in Ohio, but um, I've had a lot of experience working in New York and, and specifically in Manhattan and I live in a very rural area. <laughs> So going from rural area country girl to going to Manhattan, you know, every other week was um, hard. <laughs> you know, that like I, I made the comments like I, I give you kudos because I made the comments like I don't know how people live here. I don't know how people live here. It's just so fast and so busy. And I was actually terrified the first couple of times that I went up there. Like I was just like it was just like shell shock. You know, I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, it is it's very fast paced and if you've never you know been around listeners have never been there and not have not experienced that you know it, it's really hard to describe it into words honestly there's just an energy there like really no yeah. other that I've ever experienced sure. anywhere else and you know I mean I live outside of Cincinnati so I mean but it's nothing like Manhattan mm-hmm. like nothing like Manhattan and mm-hmm. um, I didn't know what I was getting into so I mean I, I would say you know if you wasn't if you wasn't used to that lifestyle and then when did you move to New York? Like, uh, 2001. Okay. So, I mean, you didn't grow up in New York. This wasn't your background naturally. No, I was from New Zealand. No, it's well, kind I, of like I, coming I, from I, I knew that we had talked, but yeah, I knew that we had talked before, but our listeners didn't know that. So no, I know, I know, I know, I know. spread that out there and explain that it wasn't, you were outside of your element too. So I think, you know, I think a lot of times when we're outside of our element that it causes us to dig more internally. Cause honestly, when I was yeah. going to Manhattan every other week, that's where I really started questioning everything because I'm like why am I here I don't belong like I didn't feel like I belonged like I felt like such an outsider and it was kind of one of those things it's like I started asking myself do I want to belong though is this where I see myself do I want to belong you know and I think that that you know ends up being a catalyst a lot of times of our life is if we find ourselves in a in a situation whether it be a new career a new town a new whatever And, you know, it's not necessarily the newness that's scariness. It's just the, we feel we're so outside of our purpose and our element. I think that sometimes can be a catalyst. It was for me. It wasn't the one, you know, it wasn't just one thing, but it was definitely part of it. I mean, I definitely, you know, this journey into a completely different kind of career and entrepreneurship, you know, now being a transformation coach, you know, that, that journey really isn't easy and it does put you quite outside your comfort zone when you're making that transition and Mm -hmm. but there is something so rich about that place to be and and getting comfortable in the unknown a little bit and uncertainty and not you know that's sometimes where the magic is born from when you can get in that space and be okay in it not panic not um you know start to create create turmoil and stress in your inner world but just come of it um you know in more of a neutral perspective and being a bit more just sort of open to the possibilities and then it really opens it up you know when we get out of expectations and we get out of the planned controlled way that how something sometimes we want it to go it really um dials it up uh, dials up the opportunity and the infinite potential and all that so um there's definitely something to be said for that yeah Absolutely. And I want to touch on something that you said. I think sometimes we do 
accidentally, even if we come from corporate and we start going to our own business, I think sometimes we accidentally pull our corporate world into our new business. And then I know I did that. And I know a lot of people that I've worked with have done the same thing because, you know, when we don't know what to do, we do what we know. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if you come from corporate, you get out of the corporate world because you're like, oh, the corporate world is not for me. I want my own purpose, my own drive. And I know for me that it was just like, it just like carbon copied my corporate world and tried to like force that into entrepreneurship. And I couldn't figure out why it wasn't working, you know, mm-hmm. and I just kept, you know, pushing and hustling. And you hear this like hashtag grind, hashtag hustle and all these things. And mm-hmm. I was, it wasn't that I wasn't, but it just wasn't working for the, you know, for quite a while, I kept asking myself, you know, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I made a mistake. Maybe I should just go back. Maybe, you know, maybe it's not meant for this to be for me, you know? And, but I think my problem was, is I had the idea, right. That I didn't fit in that corporate world. And I was tired of kind of playing the game. I was tired of wearing the mask of somebody else's dream, but then I just, started my own business and was still wearing the mask of somebody else's dream because I thought I didn't know any other way to do it. Right. Did you experience that as well? Um, like not, not as much. No. I mean, this is so different from everything I was doing, but I did, I, I actually used some of my, um, the, the way I work with people now was inspired by the way I was using, um, strategic, uh, work on clients and advertising and I yeah. sort of morphed that I was like that would be so cool if you could look at people's energy signatures strategically you know and and do and work with different kinds of ways to challenge them out of their old version of themselves and into a new version of themselves and so I actually was inspired I used it as inspiration and I certainly you know I did feel like I had to sort of be as professional as I was in my career before when really it's a different kind of work entirely. So I do, yeah, yeah, a little bit, but only to a small extent. But, um, but I think I was really also in a way with my clients, you know, a lot of the work I do is in shifting consciousness and, in um, you know, bringing awareness with people. So they get these sort of aha moments that actually um, take them out of this old version of themselves. And so, you know, when I was originally working with people, I really felt like um, because some of it is unseen that I needed to prove it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. there was, there was that element that I was really, and that took so much energy from me. I ended up getting burnt out, to be honest, the way I was doing it and operating, it was just too much. Cause I just felt like I really had something to prove. And so I've altered that since, and it's working so much better now. And I'm not energetically drained by working with, you know, any client, every, you know, every day of the week. So um, there was, yeah, definitely elements that I had to, had to shift and um, understand in the new um, version of how I was, um, you know, bringing this entrepreneurship to the world. Yeah. Absolutely. I know for a lot of my listeners, I get emails and stuff after different episodes of people say, Oh, when you said that, that made so much sense. It's just like, so I know a lot of our listeners, you know, have went through similar experiences, just transitioning from corporate to going into business ownership. And, you know, no matter what your hurdles looked like, you know, maybe a little bit different, we've all had, you know, these hurdles. And, you know, I was talking to you before we went on air, just about that, that my whole drive for this podcast was being that person to say, those hurdles are normal, you know, those hurdles, you know, those are, those are the hurdles that are getting you more 
more aligned with who you are supposed to be. And I think that's hard during that moment to see that it was for me. I mean, I would have so many times where I would question, I I would go home and I'm I'm done. I quit. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. This is so stressful. And, but yet something in me would keep pushing me to say, no, don't quit yet. No, don't quit yet. And I'm so thankful that I listened. And it's not that, you know, every day is just so easy and I've never had to worry about anything since. It's not that, but now all the decisions that I make, I make to be in alignment with what I know my purpose is and I know my drive is. And I think that is really where a lot of entrepreneurs are trying to get to is to that point of freedom, to that point of alignment. And I think much of what you do is helping them figure out what that is because it can be very confusing at the very beginning. Yeah, definitely. And I always like to, just to what you were just saying before, I term it like life is happening for you, not to you. You know, there is always purpose in whatever you're experiencing. And, you know, we can either um, use it in an expansive or contracting way in what we're, and how we're navigating these experiences. And it's really down to our perception and how we are um, creating a, a, a judgment or looking at it from a neutral perspective or, you know, any of that stuff, we're layering in how we want to experience it by our view. So it's, it's really important to be able to look at these things and not go down the rabbit hole of like, you know, that it's all going wrong and it's, it's, you know, not serving a purpose and it's, it's all terrible and really, really stressful and not even worth it, you know, Mm -hmm. because when we can reframe it and just bring, um, you know, light to the situation about, and, and when we can look at anything from a neutral perspective, it just helps to, um, yeah, just neutralize the energy basically, you know, so that we are um, processing it through our own selves in a not a less stressful way, I guess. Um, So I think it's really, it's really critical to, and that's back down to looking at your relationship with yourself and how you are operating in this world and in all of this, you know, and it's down to those, looking at those mental patterns and our behaviors, which um, is driven, you know, by our emotions and all of our patterning within us and all of that stuff. So, you know, that's what I do with clients is deep dive into, into that and work out where um, they're tripping themselves up sometimes because when we're, you know, when we're just in our own lane, sometimes we've got the blinders on like the horse, you know, the little blinkers, you can quite see outside of it. And so, you know, you can't see your blind spots. You can't see where you may be contributing more of something and um, that you don't even want and you don't even realize that that's what's, um, you know, coming into, into fruition for you. Um, So yeah, I, I deep dive into, into those areas to help people, um, dig deep and understand themselves better and create a better relationship with themselves, align their energy. Because then it's like this, when you get to this sweet spot and with my clients, it's so cool when this happens, you know, and they get into this place of beautiful alignment where they're just, everything is coming together and then they're not having to push and control things. It's literally all, everything they need is coming into them in the right timing and, and it basically, it's not like a, a push scenario. It's just more this effortless grace of flow that happens in their life. And that's where we all want to be, you know, is doing less work and energy and everything like coming into alignment for us so that we can enjoy this um, incredible state of, of, of grace and how we live and, and meet the world in our work, you know? Absolutely. So, so yeah, so that's that's um, where I aim for with people, and just you know, when they 
when they really get in touch with themselves and deeper levels, things start opening up like crazy. And it's like these parts of themselves that they're sort of almost forgotten or disassociated from by operating in the, the normal or real world where, you know, the, all the priorities are kind of different. So, um, so, you know, it's really beautiful when you start to tap into these parts of yourself that you might not even know are dormant or been hidden away. And then you start to remember more of your true self as I, as I term it, you know, cause I think we're, we've each got this beautiful individual blueprint of ourselves. No one is like the other. And we're really all here for a yeah, specific purpose of bringing our particular energy and wisdom and, and skills and talents to the world, you know? And so um, that's what I, I help. I help people bring those back online and get in touch with them. Yeah, it's fun. And I love that. And I think I, I love what you're saying just about how things just come a lot more easily. If you're in your right lane, you're following your own purpose. And mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of people early on can get messed up because, and I know I did this at the beginning because I transitioned from my job and my sole focus at the very beginning was, oh, I just need to replace my income. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So I was just doing all the things, you know, yeah. all the things just because it's like, oh, you'll pay me to do that. Okay. You know, type of thing. And I didn't really stop the think my purpose, my why, you know, I knew my main why was I needed to be able to be there more for my children, specifically my child that's autistic. That was my main why of leaving my corporate job because I didn't have control over my meetings or control of where they sent me or control of anything there. And I wanted that freedom and that control to be able Mm -hmm. to say, no, I can't do today because, you know, he's having a rough day today. I couldn't Mm -hmm. do that with my job. So that was my biggest why, but I didn't really even take the time to sit and think about you know, Maria's true why, not my kid's true why, not my husband's true why, not, but my true why, what was my purpose? I didn't do that until a couple of years later. And when I finally did, everything else just lined out because that was the one piece I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out because that's not, I was not trained in energy at that time. I mean, I'm a very big believer in it now. It's stuff that I follow now, such a big believer in, but I was raised Southern Baptist and I don't know, you know, in New Zealand, if you know much about Southern Baptist, but energy is not something they talk about, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and if it is, it is definitely, it's on the other side of what they think is okay. So it wasn't something, you know, I even knew to be comfortable with because, you know, you accidentally, you know, kind of, I hate to use the term brainwash because that's such a negative term, but you accidentally get kind of spoon fed these thoughts as you grow up that, and a lot of times you don't even think about why the why of them, you know? So, you know, for me, no, exactly. So for me, it took me kind of, well, unprogramming my mindset on, okay, energy isn't bad. Energy is a part of all of us. It's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. And when I kind of broke down that programming and allowed myself to really look into it, and it wasn't this evil, horrible thing from the devil, like I had been taught, you know, (laughs) I was so surprised on how that was like the missing piece for me. You know, mm. and, and, and other people's, you know, the listeners listening, there may be several missing pieces you have, but for yeah. me, that was the one piece that was missing. And I ended up working with a coach, you know, worked mm. with a coach that, you know, knew a lot about energies because I mean, that's what coaches do. They, they come in with a piece of information, a piece of knowledge that you don't have, <laughs> you know, yeah. and can point out things that you can't see. And, mm. you know, I think it's amazing to have somebody that can kind of, you know, bridge the gap between where you're at now. And where you want to be. And, you know, so for any of our listeners right now that are feeling stuck, and I mean, that's common, you know, just that Mm -hmm. that's stuck. And I think a lot of people, especially in the US right now, are feeling very stuck in a lot of Mm -hmm. a lot of ways right now. Um, You know, I really encourage you to 
you know, think about reaching out to a coach um, and we'll have, you know, Joanna's information in the, in the show notes, of course, but, you know, it doesn't even matter what coach you have, you have to align with them too. And I think that's important to know, you know, and I, I have a lot of people say to me all the time, there's just so many coaches, you know, why are there so many coaches? I'm like, cause there's so many people and, you know, mm-hmm. you may work really well with this coach, but this person over here may not, you know, they're going to need this coach over here, you know, and right. everybody's personalities and energies align differently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you was talking to any of the people right now that maybe are feeling in that stuck place, you know, what are some kind of takeaways, some, you know, steps on how to try to, you know, get their lot, their mind a little bit more aligned. Yeah, well, you know, when we're feeling stuck in a rut or we sort of don't know what to do and we sort of feel like we want change but we don't know how. So part of it is a really good first step is a um, a mindset shift because if we're spending that time feeling stuck, feeling like we don't know, we're only getting more of that because that's where we're focusing ourselves, you know. And so if we can shift that out of, Um, into a place of sort of open to possibilities and the fact that what you're experiencing is purposeful and that um, some, you know, that you are in perfect alignment and something is going to come in that starts to free up the energy a little bit more because it's, you know, wherever, you know, I spend a lot of time searching as an example, because I was searching for my purpose and I was searching, searching, searching. But when you're in the energy of searching, you're not going to find the answer because you're you're still in searching. You're not embodying the answer. So it's just hilarious that, you know, little tweaks like that to the way that you're looking at things, to your mindset, to, And if you choose to embody a different kind of um, state of being, it immediately shifts you out of this feeling stuck or not knowing what to do, you know, just focus on the things that you do know what to do and put your energy into, I know this, I feel this, I, you know, that kind of stuff. And it can be little things because, you know, our, our mind, we can trick into anything. It's quite beautiful. It's this incredible technology, right? So, you know, it, you know, it doesn't know the difference between the real and the imaginary. So you know, we, that's the beauty because we can reprogram that system of our mind by, um, tricking it into thinking that, um, you know, we were actually experiencing this new, um, this new state of being or a new life or whatever it is, we can start to program in because it is this malleable kind of, um, technology that we've got for the neural programming, you know? So, um, so I would start with the mindset first for sure. And then I would really start to look into your emotional state because, you know, when you're in um, being stuck or not knowing, you're in this sort of you know, feeling of um, maybe a distress and, you know, and doubt and you may be in emotional overwhelm because you're feeling like you're panicking because you don't know or you're feeling like, you, you know, you, nothing's coming together. And so, you know, just taking some time to, you know, a few deep breaths in any given moment and just bringing yourself back into the center, just putting that hand on your chest immediately connects you back into your heart and pulls you out of your head. So if you've got the wearing thoughts or you've got emotions that are flying around, it can really just help to just take a few deep breaths. Like, we often just don't give ourselves that time we're so busy with everything else going on in the world that we can't we don't just sit there and 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 take a second for ourselves to just breathe Absolutely. <laughs> and it's really simple it doesn't have to be any complicated technique at all you know just sit there and do a few really calming breaths for yourself really just flips you out of any state you know and then if you can just um Sometimes it's great to just connect into nature and move your body a little bit. So a little stroll around the block even is going to 100% help you if you're feeling like, you know, you, you want to change your energy out of one state of being into another, you know. 
So yeah, so those are just some really simple little things. It doesn't need to be this crazy, you know, huge amount of um, tool that you can, it's going to get really complicated, you know, these just the simplest little techniques are beautiful because over time they add up to a bigger form of change, you know, yeah. people want sometimes the silver bullet or they want the, um, just something you know that's they think that yeah they sometimes it's just they think it's going to be really complicated but it doesn't need to be it's all these little things that we change that add up to a a changed state of being and a a different way of operating the world and then bringing in exactly what we need and we want and and the higher vision of our focus so absolutely I think it's the little things that count the most, to be honest with you in this work. Yeah, I I absolutely, I mean, I absolutely agree. And I know, you know, just the mindset shift, like you said, just, just the idea of saying, you know, I am happy, you know, I am happy. And let me note the reasons that I am happy, because I think we get so caught up in this, you know, this idea that happiness is a destination, you know, Mm. that we're going to like, like reach and it's Mm. not that, you know, I can choose to be happy right now. I can choose to be happy where I'm sitting right now. That doesn't mean perfection. That doesn't mean I don't want to do something else tomorrow or the next day or whatever, you know, that to bring me happiness then, you know, but, you know, I think a lot of times we get caught up in this, you know, reaching happiness, like it's somewhere to be instead of it's something to do. It's a verb, right? So, and I think that that for me, all that, you know, little mindset shifts like that helped me, you know, Mm -hmm. because there's some parts of my life that are always going to be, you know, chaotic and always going to be hard. You know, Mm -hmm. having a special needs child, you know, I always tell people it's not something I like signed up to do. I didn't sign up and fill out an application. Please give me a special. I love him. I would not change having him. But it's definitely can be hard some days. It can be so rewarding some days. He sees the world like nobody else does and has taught me actually so much about life, you know. But, you know, it's hard and there's no kind of getting out of the idea that it's hard. But I think sometimes what people, you know, they mistakenly think is, you know, if there's a part of our life that's hard, that means we can't be happy. And I don't think that's true. I think that's a mindset. I think it's how you're looking at things. So I love your tips. Yeah. Getting out in the, the outside, get outdoors. I'm a big yeah. believer in that. You know, we are a big hiking family. We hike a lot, you know, and um, we hike every week, at least it's a family thing, weekly hiking, because it just, even if we're in just a bad, just a bad funky mood, all of us, just like, you could just feel the energy in the house. It's just like, "Eh," you know, we, and there's been some, this happened two weeks ago. We're like, I am just not even feeling, I don't even want to go hiking. I want to put everybody in the car and drive everybody, you know, we were just in that funk mood, but we did it anyway. And as soon as we got out there, it was just like, ah, you know, and I'm like, I'm so glad we just pushed through it. The not wanting to, cause I just was done with attitudes and I love my children, but attitudes, you know, I was just done with it, but push through that because there's something about being outdoors that just, it just hits the reset button on your entire mood. It's I mean, so it amazing. really does. And it's so simple. And like you said, it doesn't have to be hiking. And it doesn't cost anything. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and it can be, and if you live in a city, you can just go and find a little tree in the local park. Like exactly, exactly. You know? And yeah, well, and, and that's what I tell people. Yeah, get get a potted plant, put it on your porch mm-hmm. and just go sit by the plant. There's something about just the energy of nature that just resets our mood. And I luckily live in, you know, I live out in the middle of nowhere. So nature is pretty easy to find out here, but mm-hmm. you know, for, I have a lot of friends in the city and, you know, I'll mention this stuff. They're like, Oh, I wish I lived close enough to be able to do that. I'm like get a plant, put it on your porch or put it in your house yeah. and sit by the plant. Seems silly, yeah. but I'm telling you, i like, I have plants all over my house. I am a, definitely a crazy plant lady, but <laughs> even, even having the plants in my house, bringing the nature indoors, it just, it helps the energy of the house. It really, oh, really yeah. does. It really does. It's amazing. 
exactly. yeah. And I yeah. think that, I mean, I like that your tips are super simple and super easy because, you know, entrepreneurs don't need one more thing to do most of the time. We need to simplify. That, well, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. Right. And it's just, it shouldn't be so complicated sometimes, you know, it, and I think often the times we do tend to overcomplicate or overthink things and let's just get it back to basics and back yep. to these tiny little things that are just way more important than, you know, anything else just to do for yourself. Because, you know, when you gift yourself just that moment to get into a place of calm, just to breathe and take a second, you know, and just, you know, check in with yourself. It's just, you know, it's nothing better than that. The gift to the self, I think is just key, you know. I think, right. <laughs> I think that's so important. And I know one of my biggest things other than the outdoors that I always tell people, and it was something I struggle with the, the hardest was just making a priority of rest of unplugging and just turning it off. And no, I'm not trying to, you know, grow or, you know, do anything with my business today. No, I'm just, this is, I'm taking off. And actually I've done that more and more to the point that most weeks I only work two days a week. There are the weeks where we have like something new launching or whatever. I have to work more, but usually I have it down to two days a week because I know for me personally, my mental capacity, just with everything else I have to do in my personal life, can't take more than that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another thing that a lot of entrepreneurs, if you're listening right now, you kind of get caught up in this. Again, it's that, that grind and hustle mentality, which in itself is not bad, but it is if it's at the detriment of your mental stability, at the detriment yeah. of your own energy, you know, because we can only push so much effectively. And yeah. I was pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and really kind of looking backwards you know, a lot of that was not proactive. I was just mm. doing it because I thought I had to. And I know I, I've worked with a lot of people and heard from a lot of people that, you know, that's also where they end up. And I think, you know, that what you teach your transform, you know, transformation way of looking at things, you know, for a lot of these entrepreneurs that are kind of stuck in this grind and hustle mentality, and they haven't taken that time to figure out their why, their purpose, you know, mm. why are you working seven days a week, which a lot of them are, because I was that person for a long time, mm -hmm. because they think they're supposed to, they think they have to, and working with somebody that can actually shift their mindset and put them on the right track, you'll mm. find you're able to work far less and get way farther. I, I, I get more accomplished now with yeah. my limited schedule and my making a point to rest and making a point to self-care and do all these things for myself I get more accomplished and that's the thing you, you just you know yeah it's a really really good point and uh, most entrepreneurs just feel like they don't have enough time don't have enough time and that's the current story you know and it's you know it's really interesting because over the last you know five or so years I've really been experimenting with a different way to live or I've been relearning how to live out of all of those things that you just talked about and the way that we've been told yeah. to believe that that's the way you get a successful business and that's the way you make things happen. And that's the, you know, it's, and it's, it's like how I was approaching my business with my clients when they first started doing it, I was putting, I was doing it, but it was sucking so much energy out of me and you can do things differently. And when you are called to rest, you need to rest. And you know why? Because you're getting yourself into a place where when you step back into whatever your, your business is, then you are pulling things in tenfold energetically because you're just, you've, you've 
you've been navigating the ebbs and flows of your own energy. You've been understanding more about what you need. And sometimes it is time to take a step back and cancel those appointments and cancel those plans and just take a load off and and maybe get into nature or do whatever you need to do. I had to do this recently. I was called to absolutely cancel everything. I had to. And sometimes it's hard, but I did it. And then I felt so much better after and things really started coming together just, you know, following the following week. And it's just one of those things where where I don't think the way that we have been in our relationship with success in business is necessarily at um, the best vision it could be. I really have a vision for people that's really outside of that. And it does take adjusting in the way that we are operating because we've been taught the other way. It's nobody's fault at all. It's just what we've been taught and we've just picked it up from society and our other jobs and upbringings and all of it, wherever Mm -hmm. we've been. And so, you know, it does take a certain, a little bit of unpicking and a bit of, um, conscious awareness about about the fact that oh maybe there's another way to do this or maybe that's not the the, the most um energetically efficient way of going about things exactly so yeah so it's it's a really really good point that you raised there I really I really love that and and I think for me it's allowed me to stop reacting and start acting because I know that was most of my business, you know, most of it. Like, I mean, again, I rewind it. I even look at old notes because I keep all my notes and stuff. Look at my notes and it's just hilarious how much I was reacting. Like just, I was just, just in constant reacting because I thought I had to, because I yeah. thought that if I just stopped that it was all going to come crashing down. And, mm-hmm. you know, finally I I had a complete, like complete breakdown because mm-hmm. you can only burn the candle on both ends for so long, you yeah. know, and it just complete breakdown. And it was funny, not ha ha funny, but just funny as an odd that when all that happened and, you know, if it had been the way that I thought it was, my entire business would have come to a complete screeching halt and everything would have just, you know, caught fire and it would have been terrible. Mm-hmm. And I would have never been able to resurrect it ever again, but that's not what happened. Actually, mm. nothing happened. Mm. And I think that was my first aha moment of, it wasn't the way that I had it in my mind that it was, you know, yeah. when I can take an entire week off because I had to at that moment and, you know, my business was still in existence that allowed me to know that I could take time off, yeah. you know, and that the whole world was not going to end and all my work was not going to be for nothing. And cause that's what I thought in my head. I had this, this idea in my head that I left this, you know, high paying job to start my own business. And I spent money on my own business you know, that, you know, technically at that moment I didn't have, cause I just quit my job. Right. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and if I stopped, it was going to be all for nothing. If I stopped right. for just one moment, it was just all going to be for nothing because mm. again, I had this idea that I hadn't reached where I thought, and I don't even know what I thought, honestly, like looking back, I don't even know what that mark was that I had decided for yeah. myself. Like I didn't have one really, you know, mm-hmm. it was just, but I, but I hadn't reached whatever the imaginary mark was, you know, so I just kept pushing. And mm. I think that allowed me to take a step back and think about things more effectively. And I see, I'm in a lot of just Facebook women's groups and just Facebook entrepreneur groups. And, you know, I see these common themes pop up all the time of, yeah. you know, what do you do to get motivation? What do you do when you feel burnout? And I always answer pretty much the same thing. Take a break, take yeah. a day off, take a week off, take, just stop. And it's yeah. almost like that's against what they want to hear because it's so outside of the norm. You know, mm. if your business isn't making the money you think it should, that society says work harder, work faster, work more. Yeah. Right? yeah. But do, that do, do. doesn't, yeah, but that wasn't, I was doing that and that wasn't working. No. You know, 
you know, and I think that that's the problem you mentioned with society. So, yeah. And it does. And, it, and again, it comes back to your state of being because when it, everything shifts, shifts here and you get into um, more of a, oh, this can be easy. Oh, there's abundance around every corner. Everything is working out for me. Everything is happening for me, not to me. I mean, when you start to get into that kind of space with yourself and the relationship, then you, you you have no problem in those numbers outside because the outside world shifts and changes based on your own frequency of your own personal self, you know, like what you, the energy that you're bringing to the world. So adjust things in here, inside, and you get it reflected outside into everything. So you're going to see those numbers change. You're going to see the new clients come in. And, you know, it's people just sometimes don't correlate that directly because we've been taught to look out here outside of ourselves rather than in. And it's, yeah, it's really Absolutely. key. And mm. and I I know for me now, I my idea is I don't take on a lot of clients anymore because I had this again I was running after this idea that I needed to have this corporate business because it came from corporate so the, you know the the lots of clients and lots of and I, that's not my that's not my goal I mean I've as I've worked through my own mindset with my coach and figured out what my purpose was you know for a while I kept circling back to well I just need to sell more and do more and da 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 mm-hmm. and I can remember her saying to me you keep saying that why why do you feel that that's your goal I don't know that's that way I can get the business, you know, profitable, you know, more profitable. And she said, okay, but define profitable for me. Are you able to cover your expenses in your business? Are you able to pay yourself? You know, she asked me these questions. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, well, you know, why is it that you think you need to hire all these employees and you need to have all these clients? And she said, because everything else you're saying outside of that is that you want to do less and have more freedom. And she said, you can't do that if you have all these clients and all these employees. And that was the moment where, I don't remember if it was before we started recording up, but you mentioned you help people find their aha. You know, Mm. that was literally my aha because I'm like, I felt like I was living these split personality lives. Like Maria, the woman wanted to do less. I wanted to, I wanted to, I love working. I love working with people and I like doing things, but I don't like overdoing things. You know, I don't Mm. want my life to be work. That's not my life, you know? And so I th- I was living this like split personality of thinking that I had to do more, be more still, you know, I had to do all these things, but at the same time, I knew that I wanted my life to have purpose and I didn't want to work all the time. I just wanted to work the, as much as I wanted to work. So I was like, I was splitting, you know, my, my, my actions in half. And so I wasn't getting the traction, you know, because of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, when often people start looking for their purpose outside of themselves again, you know, but it's really everything you already are. It might be covered with, you know, limited beliefs or the programming from other careers or whatever. It might be covered and it might be buried and you might not be able to see it, but it's in there, you know, it's already in you. And I think that's really an important thing to also bring forward is that you know the gold's already in you you know you don't need to necessarily go anywhere or do anything um outside to to get it it's already there and it's even when we shift that mindset into the fact that it's all there waiting for us just to kind of like bring it online and get into alignment with ourselves then it's and it's just waiting to be ignited you know yeah um, and it, it's not necessarily anything, you know, because I think a lot of people start looking for their purpose, um, you know, in something else. And it's not necessarily that at all. It's literally just mining what you've already got in here. There's a lot of data going on here already. Absolutely. And you just got to get the gold of it, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And having somebody help kind of point it out and be able to to notice if you're starting to kind of 
detour accidentally, because I think that's another thing that is a good thing to point out, because even when you figured out your purpose and you're, you're, you're on the right path and you're, you're just going forward, you know, we do accidentally start to veer off, you know, we accidentally start to detour. And that's usually the times where we start to feel more stressed again, or we find out that we're, you know, working more than we should be, or, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, sometimes I think it takes that getting in check with ourselves. You mentioned that you had to clear all your appointments a day. I mean, I've had to do that too, where it's like, okay, wait a second. Why am I doing this again? And I have to rewind, cancel my appointments and sit and think, you know, what is my purpose? What is my drive? What is my actions from that? Because I think as entrepreneurs, we have all these ideas and all these dreams. And I think Mm -hmm. sometimes we accidentally start to make this action. Let's start driving forward with these actions without getting in check with ourselves and figuring out, does this align with my priorities? And does this align with my values? You know, because if we start to just rush forward with this action, we start to figure out that it's kind of clunky and Mm -hmm. we need to stop at that moment and get in check with ourselves. I call my coach. I'm like, listen, I need you to get on a call with me. (laughs) I need to get you into, yeah, because it just, having somebody that knows you, like really deeply knows you and knows your purpose and knows your values and knows your priorities and, you know, being able to put you back into check to say, okay, here's what I'm trying to do. And it's just, I feel stressed out from it. And I don't know if this is just the normal stress from it, or if, you know, I'm getting myself back into a point that I don't want to be in again. And it's just being able to, you know, trust somebody enough to have them ask you the right questions. And like you mentioned, a lot of times it's right inside of you. And there's a part of you that knows it. Mm-hmm. but you have to have that person to bounce it off of to really make it real and to make it to where you feel good about it. Or that's, yeah. that's been my mindset on things and lots of people that I know. Yeah, no, definitely. I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So if somebody maybe is like, Oh, I really like the way that she approaches things and they really want to get in touch with you. Where is the best place for them to reach you and go ahead and mention about the inside hustle, the book, where we can find that. Yeah, sure. So you can find me at my website, which is um, joannawalden.com. And I offer like 20 to 30 minute free consults so that you can get a little sense check and talk and chat and see if the rapport is there. And, you know, so it's a, you know, a no, no obligation, little chat to get to know me a little bit better. Um, so that can be booked on my website if you would like to um, look at the classes and coaching that I do. Um, and the inside hustle is a my wild adventure (laughs) and um yeah a mystical wild adventure that one and that um is a pretty inspirational novel the people are actually a lot of readers are having shifts and changes just from reading it it's pretty out there it's it's slightly mind-bending in a lot of ways the experiences I went into so um it's I I wouldn't call it your typical entrepreneur kind of transformation novel at all is very uh, um pretty wild (laughs) Wow, just that makes it up. very intriguing. I'm I'm really looking forward to reading it. And and I think um, that's the thing. Entrepreneurship is a part of your life journey, and your life journey can be wild. <laughs> well, yeah. And I sort of went into you know I grew up in a um, quite a spiritual kind of um, household that was very open minded. So there's definitely a lot of that kind of in there because I was really looking to the bigger questions for life itself, you know. And mm-hmm. and so there's a it is very much my journey and 
not only connecting with myself, but into these quite a lot of these sort of mystical experiences to sort of find if I was searching for the answers there, you know. Um, but it's having an amazing effect on readers' energy. They're really um, shifting and changing and, and having some aha moments and, and all of that good stuff and being entertained along the way. So um, it's available on Amazon as a paperback or an ebook. I haven't managed to get to the audiobook yet because it's going to um, take me 28 hours to record yeah. it. Man. <laughs> That's a lot. I know. So. I was sort of prepping, like getting myself ready for that. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I'll do that as soon as I can. I know everyone loves an audio book these days. But at the moment, yeah, it's a beautiful paperback or an ebook, And um, yeah, you can check it out. And it's on all the main kind of platforms, you know. Okay. Under Noble, Amazon, iBooks, Kobo, all of that good stuff. So yeah, definitely check it out. It's, it's, a, fu- it's a fun read. <laughs> I'm excited to read it. And I'll make sure that the links to all this is in the show notes. And that way you can click and get the book and find out about her wild mystical. I'm I, even saying that made me more intrigued to read it. I'm like, oh, I got to find out what happened. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, I really got to find out what happened because I, life can be wild. It can be wild. And I think sometimes we do limit the beliefs, not only ourselves, but on life itself, on what it has to offer. So well, I think that's it's, the thing. Yeah, we limit ourselves in so many ways. It's a beautiful point, you know, and it is because, and I also think, you know, just because we can't, um, because something isn't understandable from our current level of understanding in the world or whatever, doesn't mean we should dismiss it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm really into, let's blow it out a little bit more. What's, what's really possible when you get into the open space of possibilities and you don't close anything down because of whatever reason, it's just so much more valuable for us all, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've experienced that in my life, you know, just a lot. I mean, I could, I could tell you story after story and and it's just, (laughs) it's, it's amazing when you do stop limiting what life is, what life has to offer, what the universe has to offer. When you stop limiting it based on the things that you can see, what you know, what you've been told, you'll be surprised to what you can experience. Oh, you're going to love my book. That's what I- <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited to read it. So I'll make sure that all our listeners can, you know, find, find it in the show notes and um, get in touch with Joanna and get your 20 minute free consultation. I mean, that's how you find out. That's how you find out if you, if you vibe well together is just really, yeah, talk to somebody. And I, I love that you do that. I love that you do yeah, that. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on here. Thank you so much for having me, Maria. It's been a really fun chat. I've been really enjoying myself. And, um, and I love what you're doing and bringing this show out there. I think it's just great. I'm loving, loving the content and the energy and everything. Yeah, it's perfect. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay.